1: family. God bless you. God bless you. Please like, please like, please share. Let the word go. Let's jump into prayer. Father God, I thank you for this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, I thank you today that's in you do we trust as your words in Proverbs 3 and 5 to trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to our own understanding. In all thy ways, we acknowledge you and you shall direct our path. Lord, you are the alpha and the omega. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. So, Father God, I thank you today as your word says, as we draw nigh to you, you will draw nigh to us. Lord, I thank you today, for your eyes are on a sparrow. Lord, I know you're watching out for us. For your word says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging for bread. So, Lord, we pray this day for a right now word, an on-time word for our situation and our circumstance. Lord, we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Well, get your pad, your pad and pads ready praise God, we're going to take copious notes, pen and pads. Let's jump into the Word. If you have your Bible, outline, iPad, whatever you're taking along with us, let's make our faith confession. This is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I believe that my life will never be the same after hearing and doing the living word of God in Jesus' name. Well, to God be the glory, I'm so excited today as we start part two, part two, we we finish our Mother's Day sermon and praise God, I'm jumping back into my series, The Fight of My Life, The Fight of Your Life. All right, part two is entitled, Change Begins With You, Change Begins With You. One of the most difficult things to do in life is change. I have learned that if you want something different, you got to do something different. For if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Change begins with you. You are the main character in your life. In today's story, we're going to see a man named Jacob reach a point in his life where he was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Jacob had stolen his brother's birthright. He'd also went to Laban and worked for his two wives. He had wasted 20 years of his life, he felt like. 14 years for wives, and six years for livestock. And now he's trying to go back home. He knows when he goes back home, he got to fight. But he knows if he stays in the same place, he got to fight. Jacob wants something different for his life and family. For most of his life, he was willing to take the easy way out. Now he's willing to fight for a new name. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but all many, many of us are fighting our past and our future at the same time. This lets us know that you're not running from a fight. Hear me, hear me. Life is all about growing from fight to fight without losing your fight. I'm going to say that real slow. Hear me, hear me. This is a tweetable moment. Textable moment. Right now, hear this. Life is all about growing from fight to fight without losing your fight. I'm going to say that one more time. Life is all about growing from fight to fight without losing your fight. See, what happens in life, many of us have been through fights and struggles and we stop fighting. No, no, no. We go from faith to faith and glory to glory and that comes through fight and fight and fight and that's what life is. It's a fight. So, believers, today, don't lose your fight. There'll be a time in all our lives where we're going to have to have a fight with our past issues. If you don't deal with your issues, your issues will deal with you. We all have a past, but we can't allow our past to dictate our future. Many of our friends and associates will recount to us all our shortcomings, mistakes, and flaws. But I come to tell you today, you're not what they say you are. For you are the blood-bought, blood-washed child of a king. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not below. You are blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Blessed coming in and blessed coming out. You better know your name because Jesus died to give you a new name. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who strengthens. Now, you may not be all that God's called you to be yet. It just hasn't manifested yet. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, God ain't through with me yet. Today we'll be teaching from Genesis chapter 32, verses 22. It reads, during the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives and his two servant wives and his 11 sons and crossed the Jabbok River. After taking them to the other side, he sent over all his possessions. Now, uh, Jacob had just left uh, Laban, his uncle, and he left in a bad state. And now he's crossing over. But what he wanted to do, he wanted to put all his possessions ahead of him. And he was giving them to his brother so his brother wouldn't kill him. The Bible says a man's gift will make room for him. And what Jacob was doing, he was giving his brother uh, gifts to pacify the anger because he realized he stole Esau's birthright. Verse 24. This left Jacob all alone in the camp. And a man, it says here, God in the Hebrew, came and wrestled with him until the dawn. Now, this is one of those stories that you really got to get into. Uh, It's amazing how God seems to catch us by ourselves. See, in this season of COVID-19, it seems like God has found a way to catch you by yourself. Notice Jacob didn't choose this fight. The fight chose him. Why the fight? I believe Jacob's character as a trickster, a liar, manipulator, had worn on him, and God was given the opportunity to change his name. See, remember, fights proceed promotion. Some of us have become accustomed to taking an easy way out, quitting on ourselves but guess what? If you're easy on yourself, life's going to be hard on you. If you're hard on yourself, life is going to be easy on you. First Timothy 6.12 says this Fight the good fight of faith Take hold of eternal life to which you are called, for which you are made a good confession of faith in the presence of many witnesses You're going to fight. Galatians chapter 6 says this let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good for the proper time we will reap if we don't give in. Matthew 11:12 says this And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. There's some stuff, believers that you're going to have to take. Hallelujah. The the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. You got to be bold in this season. God is looking for fighters in this army. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I ain't never scared. Genesis 32. Genesis 32 25. It says this. When the man saw that he could not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and rinsed it out of socket. Now, now, this, I'm trying to figure this out. Now, if I'm fighting with, it says God and it says a man, okay? So, if we're in this fight and in the middle of the fight, uh, God touches my hip and it goes out of socket. The question I have to ask you is, if God can dislocate his hip, in the beginning of the fight, why would God even allow him to fight? Now, we we gotta work this out. If if the Bible says that Jacob uh, got into a fight and the man attacked him and he wrestled with him, if God could win the fight from the beginning, why would God even get in the fight? Now, I sat here and pondered this. I believe that God wanted to see what fight Jacob had. See, Jacob had always took the easy way out. He was a conniver, a trickster. What God wanted to see is, I'm going to fight you to see if you're going to fight back. Every now and then, sometimes we don't know what's on the inside of us until we're in a battle. Sometimes you don't know what God put in you until you're in a fight. And sometimes God has to allow a fight so you can see what's on the inside of you. And God forced a fight on Jacob to see, has he changed? Is he going to take the easy way out? Is he going to quit or is he going to fight? And every now and then, God wants to see, will you put up a fight? Jacob had gotten to the place in his life where he was frustrated and sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I have learned in my life, oftentimes change doesn't come till pain sets in. Yeah, you know it's wrong and you know you shouldn't do it. But until you're hurt enough, you don't change. Believe us. God wants you to fight for the best thing. Get Let, let go of your past and step into your future. It's going to be a fight. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins senior pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. I'll be back in just a moment with fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. Hey, radio audience, Pastor Jomo here. I want to first thank you for your faithfulness in listening to our program over the years. We couldn't do it without you. I wanted to come to you personally today to ask you to assist us in a kingdom project. We are expanding our campus with an emphasis on the next generation. We are quadrupling the size of our children's ministry and our team ministry. And we are looking for a partnership from our faithful listeners. Jesus said to Peter in John 21, if you love me, feed my sheep. The world is not going to invest in our young people to hear about Jesus. If you feel led to assist us in this kingdom project, go to our website lfcc.tv forward slash big give lfcc.tv forward slash big give and give as the lord leads you thank you and remember this it's only what we do for christ that will last god bless you people often wonder if god still speaks and the answer is yes the real question is have we tuned in to listen god has not changed and him wanting to communicate with us has not changed either just like he spoke with Adam, God wants to speak with you. Imagine God giving you insight on the direction you need to take in life. In my new book, How to Hear God, He Still Speaks, I'll give you the keys to hearing God's voice. Go to my website, JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com, and grab your copy. God bless. Now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. believers, God wants you to fight for the best name. Get let, let go of your past and step into your future. It's going to be a fight, but you can win your fight. My God, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. As I look at this story, y'all, the Bible says God touches his hip and dislocates it. Man, man, man. I learned from this. In this verse we see, winning was not declaring victory, but not quitting. Hmm. Acts 14.22 says this, Strengthening and establishing the hearts of the disciples, encouraging them to remain firm in the faith, saying it's through many tribulations and hardships that we must enter the kingdom. There is no back door. You're going to go through some things, John 16, says, In this life you will have tribulation, but understand, be of good cheer, for I have already overcome the world. James 1 says, count it all joy. For when you fall in various trials and temptations, for the testing of your faith produces patience. Romans eight thirty seven says, We are more than conquerors. Through Christ Jesus who strengthens us, you're going to be in a fight. Genesis 32, 26 says this, Then the man said, let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob says, I will not let you go unless you bless me. (sighs) Now, God is telling him daybreak is coming to see if daybreak or the responsibility of work will get him off this fight. (laughs) He's trying to get him distracted to see that if I tell him daybreak is coming, will he let me go? Jacob's faith triumphed. Jacob continued wrestling match all night to be blessed. He was persistent. God encourages persistence in all areas of our lives. Where is your spiritual persistence? Where is your fight? Strong character develops as you struggle through tough conditions. Pressure creates diamond or bust a pipe. It's all based on what's the main on the inside of you. Jacob fought like he fought like he had a word. Now this this broke this down. Now I'm, I'm gonna take y'all back. Now now we have to wonder if Jacob is fighting with God. Why won't he quit? Well, I realized when I went back and studied Genesis chapter 28. In Genesis chapter 28. He had an encounter with God that shifted his mindset. I'm going to read it. Genesis chapter 28 says this. As he slept, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from earth to heaven. He saw the angel of God going up and going down like a stairwell. That's your prayer life, by the way. The angel's going up and down. That's your prayer life. Your prayer's going up, answer's coming down. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord. And he said, here it is, y'all. I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather. Abraham, the God of your father, Isaac, the ground you're lying on belongs to you. Okay, stop right there. So now God is telling him what his property is. See, we often don't fight for what's ours because we don't know it's ours. But once you know something's yours, you you fight differently. Okay, first point. All right. He says, I am giving it to you and your descendants. Your descendants will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out all directions from the west, the east, the north and south. All the families of earth will be blessed through you and your descendants. What's more, I am with you. I will protect you wherever you go. One day, here it is, here it is, here's the promise one day I'll bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything I promised. Now, what he's saying, the reason why Jacob fought like he fought, he got a promise from God. And believers, when you have a promise from God, you don't let go until you get your blessing. See, I don't quit. It's only a matter of time before I win. You gotta make up in your mind. If God has called you to something, you don't let go until you receive what God's called you to. See, what happened was, Jacob had a word from God and when you get a word from God you change the way you fight because if you know God before you it don't matter who against you because understand when I am in the will of God when I am in the will of God I am in the majority so Jacob got a word he says, Lord you told me I'm coming back you told me it's mine so I don't care who I have to fight with I know in the end I win if you study it out uh, Jacob made made a pillar and an altar there and he says for the rest of my life I'm going to give God a tenth because he revealed himself to me. Believers, when you get a word from God, you fight like you never fought before because you understand the battle's already over. You already have the victory. It's just a moment of time before you see your victory. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So Jacob fought like that because God had told him, hallelujah, that it was his. Jacob was not going to miss his blessing because of a fight. God already told him he'd bring him back. Quote, here it is, good one for me. God never tells us what we have to go through. But he lets us know we're going to get through. <laughs> God will not tell you exactly what you got to go through. He just lets you know you won't get through. Pastor, give me an example. When we think about the life of Joseph... The Bible says he was thrown in the pit because of his brothers, because they were afraid of his vision. Now, why did God only show Joseph the vision of the family bowing down to him, but never showed him the pit he was going to go through? Oftentimes, God can't show you what you got to go through because you wouldn't go. If God showed you everything you had to go through to get where he's called you to, many of us would check out and say, no, thank you. So what God does, God gives you a vision of the end to get you to go through what you got to go through. My God, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Genesis 32, 27 says this. Then after after the fight is over, he says this. What is your name? The man asks. He replied, Jacob. Now, if God is fighting with him, the Bible calls him God or man. Uh, But uh, we we believe it's God. Question I have to ask you is, hmm, doesn't he already know his name? Why would God ask him his name if he didn't know his name? Well, I believe God was asking his name so that he can reveal his character. Biblical names were connected to your character. So he says this, my name is Jacob. That means I'm a liar, trickster, swindler, and a manipulator. Some of us are addicts, drunks, thieves, liars, adulterers, abusers. L- listen, let's be clear. None of us are perfect. None of us got clean hands. All of us got issues. Just on Sundays, we dress it up a little bit better. Second Corinthians 5, 17 says this. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things passed away. Behold, all things are new. Let me help you. Every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. God's arms are not so short. He cannot reach you. And his ears are not so dull. He cannot hear you. Back in Genesis chapter 32, verse 28, it says this. Your name will no longer be Jacob. The man told him. For now you will be called Israel, because you have fought with God and with men and have won. Now, <sighs> but he, his hip is displaced. He's going to walk away with a limp, but God said he won. Now, see, 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 this is something that discombobulates me because if I won, I want to act like I won and walk like I won. But yet and still, he says, you won because you fought. Even though he walked differently and had a limp, he won with God because he put up a fight. Wow. So God gave him a new name. He went from Jacob, meaning trickster, to Israel, meaning king. So he has a transition, glory, ruler, based on him willing to fight. I'm telling you, believers, God has a new name for you, but you got to be willing to fight your old nature to be the new person. See, what we have to realize, we are in the face fight. That old man is fighting you, and you got to kill that situation so God can give you a new name. See, after he won his fight, God said, Now I can give you a new name. Because with a new name, your destiny has changed. But it came after a fight. believers. Fights proceed promotion. There is no easy way to the anointing. It comes through crushing. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your name will change when your character changes. Your character is displayed in the midst of trials. The storms of life come to all of us, and your storm will reveal your true character. Your name is what people call you. Your character is what God names you. I'm going to say that again. Your name is what people call you. Your character is what God knows you as. Things change after you have an encounter with God. Number one, you walk differently. The Bible says that his hip was his place, praise God. So now he walked with a limp to God be the glory. Number two, his name changed. He went from Jacob to Israel. Praise God. Number three, his purpose was revealed. God told him who he was. See, when you have an encounter with God, you cannot be who you used to be. Something has to change because he is the real transformer. And number four, fear left him. Why?
0: been listening to fresh wind radio sponsored by love first christian center this program was pre-recorded to learn more including how to donate to this ministry visit jomo that's jomo after 11 years brett's marriage had grown stale he wanted something better for he and his wife focus on the families helped our marriage from the standpoint of opening our hearts to Things from the other's perspective, and to make sure that God is centered in our marriage. I'm Jim Daly. Together, we can give families hope. Donate at focusonthefamily.com/family, and your gift will be doubled.